0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at BYTE.COM. That's B Y T E.COM. Start your confidence journey today with BYTE.
1: Go, you Redbirds! Go,
2: you Redbirds! On the battle! Fight for INQ!
1: Welcome to In the Nest, the Illinois State Athletics
3: Podcast. Now, here's the voice of the Redbirds, John Fitzgerald. Hi again, and welcome in to another edition of In the Nest, the official podcast of Illinois State Redbird Athletics from Learfield. Voice of the Redbirds, John Fitzgerald, and today we're talking with Redbird men's basketball. We're joined by the newest member of Ryan Peden's staff, assistant coach Jason Slay, and senior forward Kendall Lewis. Today's conversation brought to you in part, as always, by Jason's Deli, Redbird fans, all good things. Start with wholesome ingredients. Visit Jason's Deli in Normal on Veterans Parkway today and receive free ice cream with every purchase. Guys, thanks so much for joining us today. And Coach Slay, we'll start with you. Not a whole lot of time so far in central Illinois, and I know you've hit the ground running, but tell the fans a little bit about your background. Obviously, the last two years at South Florida and the American Conference before that, out in the Horizon League at Youngstown State, but... What attracted you to this position and your background coming in?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having us. Uh, Excited to be here, excited to talk about and, you know, obviously learn more about each other. But, uh, yeah, as you talked about my background in the coaching career, um, I was at University of South Florida prior to this, prior to that, uh, Youngstown State. And this is actually my ninth stop in 15 years. Um, and, and some people frown up on that, but I take advantage of it. Um, I've tried to take advantage of it. I've worked for some good guys, been around some good people, and I've learned a lot throughout my stops. Um, most of my st- stops prior to that were south, uh, which Kendall can relate to, uh, Georgia Southern, East Tennessee State, Tennessee State, VMI, and uh, Hargrave Military Academy. So, again, been around the block. Uh, but I started my career uh, playing Uh, coaching where I played at, at West Virginia State, where I'm from. That's the home state for me. And I was fortunate enough to get into coaching right away when I finished my playing career there. And then uh, just kind of took off from there and uh, blessed to be here. Um, I got here through uh, one of my former bosses at Youngstown State, uh, Jared Calhoun. He's very close with uh, Coach Peden. And uh, that's kind of how we got connected um, once our season ended and everything was over. And uh, one thing led to another. We met at the Final Four. Uh, We hit it off pretty good. Um, He'd done his research on me. I'd done my research on him, and I was blessed to get the phone call to have the opportunity to join this family. And I call it family because uh, my wife and my daughter, we've been here two months and feel like we've been here two years uh, just because of the people in the town. So it's been a smooth, fast transition, but uh, I've been very blessed to be a part of this.
3: And the climate's probably a little bit more like Youngstown than it is for South Florida.
1: Yeah, well, that's what everybody frowns when I say I'm coming from Tampa, Florida. And I'm like, all right, guys. And I I get it because, you know, you get to the beach in 40 minutes each direction. But at the same time, I'm from West Virginia. Uh, I was in the Midwest in Ohio. Uh, My wife is from Michigan. So this isn't foreign to us. The biggest thing we did, we found a, a house with... Uh, three car garage where we can park our cars in it during the winter time so that's that 's going to be the biggest adjustment it 's going to be cool for my daughter though because she 's never seen snow or experienced cool. it before, that's cool. so that 's going to be cool for her uh but no we're we 're blessed to be here, and we'll adjust to the weather at that right time when it comes
3: <laughs> yeah i 't talking to coach Peten last year uh, at times throughout the year um it's a little bit more of a collective endeavor from a coaching staff standpoint, at least last year, it wasn't his first campaign. And every head coach does it a little bit differently, but with regard to some of your individual responsibilities within the program, what are those or how have those been detailed for you? Yeah. And, then coach laid it
1: out to me, um, in the interview
3: process of what he was looking for and
1: it kind of matched me as well. And then since we've been here, obviously we got in more in depth with it. So, uh, my role is, um, I have a certain amount of workout guys, Kendall Being one of them and uh, four other of his teammates so you know that's a skill group where you know we're on the court together working out um, getting up shots and we also spend a lot of time off the court together Um, I'm big on player relationships off the court getting to know each other not talking basketball so we've done that And then also have an academic group. um, You know, us assistants, we split uh, from two to four guys where we're hands on with them academically. And then I will help, um, I will do our personnel when we get into scouting, um, you know, understanding the other team's personnel and letting these guys know who they're guarding, how we're gonna guard them. And then I will help Coach Judd with the defensive side. Obviously, Coach Judd is our defensive coordinator, and I'll just assist him and, you know, try to bring a little new flavor to that side of the ball, uh, try to get us better in that area. Um, And then other than that, we do everything really by committee, which I love. You know, there's no, you know, egos or there's no one up on each other. Um, We all kind of do everything together. We meet together, talk together. So just trying to play my role and be the best version I can for these guys on an everyday basis.
3: I know you've had a number of stops, but the one thing that seems like it's been pretty uniform throughout your stops, the fact that defensive numbers have been outstanding, especially with regard to steals. Is that something that's really close to your heart? yeah for
1: sure um it's kind of my background it's kind of who i was as a player if anybody asks, i was a defensive player first and then um it's kind of followed my career i was a defensive coordinator at youngstown state and then um i kind of transitioned into the defensive coordinator at uh, university of south florida which i worked for a guy who's phenomenal defensively brian gregory his background michigan state tom izzo um, he's always had good defensive teams. And it's cool because yesterday in practice, um, you know, I just recognized that I've gotten better myself from the defensive end. And I texted him last night and just told him thank you for, you know, making me better over the last two years because he's very, very detailed. And so is Coach Judd. And they know each other. They're older guys. And uh, it's really helped me, you know, see the defensive
3: side of the ball. Well, Kendall, as Coach Slade just mentioned, you guys work – Predominantly together with your workout groups right now during the summer, especially What have been some of the impressive things that you've noticed and how have workouts gone so far for you this summer?
2: Uh, I want to shout out Coach Slay for uh, his energy and how he attacks every workout and just uh, Talks to us. Like he said, he's big on relationships outside of the court And that's big to me, just knowing that the coach cares about me outside of basketball And I'm bigger than a basketball player to the coach and that means more than I know, because I've 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 been through a lot of coaching stats and I've seen a lot of different types of coaches and how different coaches handle themselves. And I really appreciate appreciate Slay and everything he does and how he comes in the workouts and and the freshmen and my other teammates, the energy they bring to the workouts we're we're competitive, even when the drills aren't competitive, like we got to make if we got to make 10 shots together let's see who can make the most shots out of the 10 it's just stuff like that little stuff like that that is always going to add up and keep making us better and it's um, it's very exciting to me
3: this is obviously a time where you can really develop skills get to know your new teammates especially see how you guys gel but more than anything else off the court this is a pretty good bonding time isn't it for it, a team
2: for sure the summer is always the best time to bond because we we got more time we don't have classes as many classes and and we're bonding it's, it's with these guys it's easy to bond. These guys are they coming in open mind. Like a lot of people a lot of the transfers could have came in with their own mindset, thinking they're gonna do their own thing, but no, like Miles, Jordan, I can name everybody, but everybody coming in open, ready to give give a piece of their sales for the team and and that's big because that that's gonna help us gel by the end of uh for the end of fall and the start of fall for the postseason.
3: I know that obviously with the portal, you know, going back is as early as March probably, right when conference tournament season ended and that got going on. Obviously, it's kind of a hectic time from a coaching staff standpoint. How involved, if at all, are you with regard to some of the transfers coming in to make sure they're kind of the right fit? I know Coach Peden and you guys are generally from a coaching staff on down, a really close knit group, so it had to be a good fit. But are you guys involved in that process at all? Uh, for
2: sure, Coach Coach P always. That's 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 what Coach P's big on asking for our opinion because it's our team too. Like he says, it's not just his team. Is we we're all on a team together. We're in this together. So. He doesn't, he, he acts about, it's not much more about, like, personality, like, reach out to them and text them, and when they come in on the visits, he asks us, did you like him, like, as a person, did you have a good conversation and stuff like that, and that's big, because, like, even if the person is a 20-point scorer, 10, 10, rebounds a game, if they, if we can't get along outside of the, outside of the court, it'll, it'll never work, so him asking us that is, is, is really big, I take a lot into that.
3: And Coach Slay, I think, that gets overlooked from a coaching standpoint. When you when you start a new position, it's one thing to move your family, get accustomed to everything, go through HR and all the training that's involved, but you also have 15 to 20 players, also managers, graduate assistants that you have to figure out a way to gel with and kind of figure out what makes them tick. How hard a process has that been for you so far? Uh, that's one of the things, though, that comes natural
1: for me. So um, I, I take a lot of pride in this. Uh, K. Lou said uh, we spent a lot of time together and again it's just a high priority for me so I was teasing these guys last night at the event we had that I mean they're probably tired of my text messages because I have my skill group on a text message and I'm constantly feeding them advice and feedback and I want their feedback and um, sending them articles and motivational things. Like this morning, I sent them with someone, Eric Thomas, just to get their minds fresh. And they probably get tired of it, but I don't <laughs> care because again, I want them to know that again, I, I care about them and I want them to be at their best. So uh, trying different ways to motivate them um, is something I'm huge on. And then the guys outside of my skill group, I'm making sure that I'm trying to spend time with them as well. I have a wife that was in the business, so she understands. Mm-hmm. So like, The first two days we were in our house, I had the guys over, the ones that were here at the time. And it was just one of those things after two days, we didn't even have our table up or anything. But I said, I just want to get them over here and let them see, you know, how we live and and just develop our relationship. So it's one of the things that comes natural. But I also think that it's something that you always have to work on. So um, just try to spend time with them and make sure they know what I'm about. Again, outside of basketball and being around my family and the same way with them. I want to learn about them as well, because I think if uh, we have that trust level off the court, it's going to lead to on the court. So um, it's one of the things come naturally. Natural, but uh, spend a lot of time on it.
3: From a skill development standpoint, obviously this is a big time of year for guys to develop, make the next steps, get to know and work on some of the newcomers. But what's what's the biggest goal of this time from a, from a team standpoint on court? Do you start introducing a lot of different sets and things like that and work your way through all the way leading up to late fall? Well, what we try to do is
1: teach our concepts of – How we want to play, not necessarily set plays, and you have to be here be that, but understand that we want to play with pace. Understand we want to be tough. We always say smart, skilled, and tough. So um, any drills we do is concept-based, and we're just trying to teach them just the basics right now and let them make mistakes. We want the mistakes to happen right now. Sure. And then that way we can correct them through, you know, obviously through experience throughout the summer and the film work. Um, we're big on the film, so we constantly showing them film of how we can get better, but not necessarily, um, like I say, sets and all that. And even defensively, we haven't put in all our coverages or anything like that because, again, we want to see – what they do and how they do it, and then we can correct it from there. So it's all about, I think it starts with uh, individual development right now during the summertime. I always say it in the right way. You have to be a little selfish right now and work on your Mm -hmm. game. But at the same time, it's about spending time with each other and developing the relationships on the court as well as off the court. So that's what we're preaching. That's what we're trying to do on an everyday basis.
0: Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery,
3: K. Lou, you had a outstanding season last year, ten point nine points, third in the valley and rebounding, just over seven caroms of contest, nine double doubles, which was second most of the valley. As you head into this kind of off season, what are you working on right now to try to elevate your game even further?
2: Uh yeah, I'm definitely working on my my my
3: focus this year
2: is more off not basketball specific but it's more of a leader and being more of a leader, more vocal, more physical leader. And cuz I think that'll help my all-around game just just not not basketball specifically but just help the team like team win more cuz my stats my stats are important to me of course, but I I want wins. I want what wins. I want to get take the team farther cuz no matter how many stats I have, it don't look good if I'm we not anywhere mm-hmm. with them. And and so I just try to uh practice being a leader and last year was kind of hard because we had an older team we didn't have any many young guys and I was kind of one of maybe one of the younger guys on the team but now since I'm older and got the got the uh, experience I can teach off to the to the younger guys the freshmen like let them know early let them know how things work early and help coach Pete out a little bit and so he won't have to do as much coaching that's what he preaches to me too is he wants a player-led team and he wants me and some of the older guys to be the the head of the snake and I'm trying to take charge in that and that's what me and Slavin working on. Slavin helping me big time with my leadership and talking but basketball specific I want to work on my three-pointer most definitely being able to consistently knock that down and be ready whenever and once again that's what me and Slavin in the gym pounding every day footwork, work just keep staying consistent just getting reps and getting reps and making it muscle memory
3: from a strength and conditioning standpoint, this is also a pretty big time of year as well. Not necessarily, obviously, getting bigger, stronger, faster is always important, but injury prevention is pretty huge too. And you guys had some had some members of the ball club who kind of up and down last year, battling injuries. But laying that base is really important to being able to go deep into a season, isn't
2: it? It, it definitely is, and. Working with Swenson this summer, just working on technique and not over-pounding us and just doing very specific workouts for specific parts of our body is important. And we do that every day. We're in the gym. We're in the weight room every day, every day but one day. And so we, we take big pride in strength and in our uh, conditioning and everything.
3: And Coach Slay, obviously with the stops you've had between the Southern Conference, Horizon League, American, now obviously your first foray into the Valley, what surprised you since you've seen these guys from a workout standpoint with regard to the talent level of the Valley? Uh, yeah, that well,
1: number one, the talent level is not far off because some people say University of South Florida may be a little higher level, but not far off. We actually played Northern Iowa last year mm-hmm. in South Florida at Northern Iowa and beat them at the buzzer with a half-court shot. So I understand mm-hmm. and, and totally respect the Missouri Valley and what the talent brings. But for us specifically, again, I, I think it goes back to um, – Coach Swint's, uh his, his basketball-related workouts in the weight room have been very encouraging. Um, I think the guys are bought into it. Um, the guys' work ethics are, you know, we have no complaints about anybody's work ethic, and that's from 1 through 15. So that's been a pleasant surprise, and the guys, again, they're just their approach to wanting to learn, wanting to be at their best has, has been really refreshing to walk into, and that's a lot of credit to what they did last year you know, and the foundation that they have set between the coaches and the players, trainers, everybody kind of working in one unit. So that's, that's been very refreshing been very good to be a part of now.
3: You used the term foundation. I think that's probably a great term to talk about last year a little bit. You mentioned you were a younger guy last year amid a number of your teammates who saw a ton of minutes, played a huge role in the ball club. That's got to really help you guys coming back because this is now all of a sudden, whether or not it is by age or by class, it's a little bit more of a veteran ball club.
2: So for sure. Uh, last year, it was more of a learning curve for everybody because Coach Peden was new. The whole coaching staff was new. and But we were all still trying to Achieve one goal, and we were all connected still back then. Back then, last year, but <laughs> now, now this year, that, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to uh, keep 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 the uh, foundation that we established last year and build on that. And with our new pieces coming, with the new pieces that came in, is going right how how we how we planned
3: it. What have been some of the things since you guys have come back to campus this summer that have been either individually or collectively as a team the most impressive? Not surprises, but one of the things you're like that's gonna really help us down the line, either individually or collectively.
2: Uh, just really everybody's commitment to to the team and just everybody's want to and and competitiveness. Like we have a arch a arch madness club. Uh, uh, you get you get points for being in the gym, getting in the gym extra, mm-hmm. and the points are crazy. Everybody high ranking point. Like the points are. People, we're pushing each other. You look at the points and see somebody ahead of you and motivate. Next week, somebody's all the way up here and now you're ahead of somebody else. And it's just that's how I work. It's just competitive. And I love to see everybody in the gym. And it pushes me. And I know if I, if I get in the gym, it's pushing somebody else. So we feed off of each other. And the energy is amazing.
3: Coach Slay, obviously recruiting the lifeblood of any program for the most part. You've. Recently arrived in town, but I I know you've been on the road quite a bit doing that as well. How difficult is it to kind of get on the road, establish yourself, know exactly what you're selling when you're talking to potential student athletes and their parents?
1: Well, again, it uh, starts with Coach Pete, and uh, he's very clear about what he wants and, and what we're looking for, you know, in recruits. And it kind of fits what I like as well. So, again, it's been kind of natural for me. Um, It's been cool to learn, though, getting back in the Midwest and learn some of these guys. Like, you know, Coach Judd is a true Illinois guy. Mm -hmm. So he's recruiting Illinois kids. And I've been able to go out and see over the last few weeks and over the last month or so uh, with this crazy recruiting schedule. But it's been good for me because I've learned a lot. But at the same time, uh, Coach Peten was very clear from the day one about what he wants. And, you know, being an assistant, never been a head coach, I'm always trying to find what the boss man wants. So, (laughs) you know, sometimes people get all skewed and like what they like. Well, I try to find out what Coach likes and, you know, try to bring that to the table to the best of my ability. But uh, we do the recruiting by committee, though. So those guys have welcomed me in with open arms, and, you know, we all do it together. So it's it's been pretty good and pretty easy transition
3: as the landscape has changed especially with regard to recruiting how have you changed knowing that you're not necessarily going to go get JC or high school kids to fill the next couple of years all of a sudden come March there might be one or two guys knocking on your door that are going to be transfers from other institutions how how do you even begin to break down a recruiting plan knowing how volatile the recruiting and the transfer portal is these days?
1: Well, like you say, you never know, so we just try as best we can. Um, Like, even with the high school kids right now, I mean, we we have a a good list together, but we don't know how many we're going to take. We want to save a couple for the portal, you know, in the Mm springtime, you know, this guy and a couple others, so Uh, It's just something that really day by day we have to meet about, talk about, and try to figure it out. But it's totally changed over the last couple years. And, you know, as a college coach, you just have to adjust to it because everybody in the country is going through this. Um, And everybody does it different ways. Like some schools still want to get all high school kids. Uh, Some schools want a mixture. Some schools want all portal kids. Uh, We definitely want a mixture here, you know what I mean, because we do – we're big on development. So we want the guys to come in and, you know, learn and grow. Uh, But you also have to be aware that guys are willing to leave at any time, too. So uh, we just try to stay on it and try to meet and talk about it. But there's no magic answer to this, the way uh, the scheme is set up now.
3: And I know you guys had a event over at Blono Pizza last night with regard to NIL. And that's really started to take off for you guys. And, you know, you as a student athlete, I think, can probably talk about with a little bit more detail than others just the importance of that aspect right now in the climate of college basketball. And I
2: appreciate everybody that put that together, that event together last night cuz that was a really good event. I really enjoyed it. But the the, the collective is just just it's really it's, it's more it's not really about the money. It's about the money show is is kind of kind of like a sign of the support, like the endless support we have with the alumni and just just everybody and just knowing that people care that much for us and for the team for the organization just really drives us to want to do the best do the best we can for the organization and make it as far as we can with 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 the Redbirds and it it gives us a a stamp of like pride and it's just like we we, we're fighting for something and we know who we're fighting for like we're meeting these people in person and it's just like I know you on a personal level now so it's like you, I'm, I'm on this court doing it for you, doing it for us. We're, we're all in this together and it's, it brings us together. It really does.
3: Talking about the fan base, which I know is very passionate with this program. The schedule's kind of coming out uh, drip by drip a little bit, especially the nine conference one, but there's some really attractive dates on that schedule. This is, this is a pretty attractive schedule coming up for you guys. I think to, to be challenged um, and really prepare yourselves for the valet. Oh yeah, we're looking good. I, I, I don't know it off the top, the uh, our games
2: off the top, but I know uh, the games we have in uh, the, the tournament, the uh, Fort Valley tournament, that's what I'm really looking forward to. It's a, a lot of good teams in that tournament, a lot of competitive teams, and last year we went to Cayman, didn't do too well, so you know I still got that in me, and I'm <laughs> still ready to take it out on anybody that gets on the court with us, so i'm a i'm I'm definitely looking forward to those those games for sure
3: n k u is a tournament team they're going to be coming into town going to st louis that's mm-hmm. that's a nice attractive game as well. When you talk about the valley and obviously taking that next step this year it is a little difficult to know exactly who's back in the valley though and that's probably how it's going to be for the next couple of years because everybody reloads a little bit
2: right and
3: I'm just, happy that it, I'm just happy
2: that there's no more 25-year-old teams out there, no, no, no super, super teams out there anymore. And it's kind of, now, nah, for real, uh, I'm, I know that no matter who left, I know the MVC is still highly competitive, and whatever whoever's out there is going to give us a good game. And we're just still working on us. We're working on Illinois State right now. So when, when we get ourselves together, we're ready for anybody.
3: What are the things that you're most excited about heading into the year? And obviously it seems like a ways away right now, but it'll be here probably before we know it. the basketball season will tip off. What are some of the things that have you really excited about this group?
1: Yeah, again, it goes back to our players. Uh, Like they got me super excited last night when they get up there and speak and um, they're all for one another. And we did not give them a script at all to say, and they all kind of, you know, touch the people in the room. So, again, I'm just excited just to be around these guys and continue to get to grow with them and learn with them. But I'm also excited because I think we got some talent. I think we got the right pieces in place. So if we continue to work, I, I think we can, you know, surprise, you know, not only the Missouri Valley, but the whole world college basketball, you know. And Coach talks about it, and it's something we don't shy away from. The, you know, the FAUs and the Loyola's sure. what they did. I'm, I mean, we feel like with the support in this place and the resources we have, um, that we, we could we could do something like that. But again, we, we want to take it day by day and put in the work. But I'm just excited from a personal standpoint of being around just great guys that, you know, want to be good, want to be successful on and off the court. And then the, I go back to the staff and even the people in the community. Uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in family and uh, with my family being comfortable as well. Um, It's just exciting to be here. So I just want to continue to grow and have two feet in and, you know, make my input, but do it with these guys. So it's very exciting on an everyday basis.
3: Probably one of the most important questions that needs to be asked of you, Coach Slay, is how good is k Lou's three-point shot coming along right now?
1: Oh, man, don't (laughs) put that pressure on me. No, no, I love it. I I tell you this, again, I'm just a firm believer in work. So uh, he's putting the time in. So i um, not really worried about results right now. Um, so I think if he puts in the time, we continue to put in the time, the results are going to come. Um, but we are working on the technique and the mechanical piece of it, and he's, he's following it. Like um, I'll show him two or three clips every day of – You know, sometimes it looks like this, sometimes it looks like that. And he's absorbing and he's learning he's putting the time in. So I do believe the results are going to come because we want him to be the best player possible for us, but also for his future because he has a bright future beyond uh, Illinois State to play professionally to where that's going to separate him. And again, if he puts in the time, he'll get the results that, that we want.
3: Well, I really appreciate your guys' time today. K. Lou, continued success. Coach Slay, welcome welcome to Bloomington Normal and look forward to working with you this year. Yeah. That's Redbird assistant coach Jason Slay and Redbird senior forward Kendall Lewis. They've been our guest here this week. That'll do it for this week's show. We'll talk to you next time right here on In the Nest. This has been In the Nest the Illinois State Athletics Podcast. Don't
4: forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen.
1: The preceding has been a Learfield presentation
4: on the Xfinity Mobile
1: Redbird Sports Network.